Hi, it's Merry Christmas Eve. And if you are missing someone at your dinner table this holiday season, I have a heartfelt message for you. If you haven't seen my videos before, my name is Sherry Dias Malott with Glam Lashes Galore, and I'd love to teach women how to use makeup with confidence so that they can see beauty as ageless. And I really want to share a message from my heart and hopefully to your heart this holiday season. If you watch my videos, you may have seen me talk about how I spent most of my 40s missing people in my life, grieving over loss in my life. I'm 52 now, and I feel like I have a special message to share with all of you. Because grief is a tremendous beast. It can eat you from the inside out. Ask me how I know. Right when I turned 40, I lost my beloved grandmother, who was my best friend. I mean, she called me every single day. She was there when my babies were born. She would travel cross-country. I lived on an island. She would travel on this little puddle jumper airplane. I think it had like eight or ten seats on it. And she would come help me when I had my babies. She would spend six weeks with me over my birthday. It would always be around Thanksgiving time, and she would stay all through the holidays. And so her loss was tremendous loss in my life. And then I lost my father. And I am a daddy's girl. I really lost my father and another tremendous friend and person in my life. What I want to talk to you about is about that process. If you have someone who's not at your holiday table this year, you may be a military spouse like I have been most of my adult life. You may have children. You may be an adult with adult children who are serving in the military right now as well and they're not home for the holidays. I want you to know that it's just a season in your life. And you should be so proud of those who are serving overseas. That is such an amazing contribution for them to give of themselves to be away at Christmas. If you've lost someone in your life, I know what that feels like. And it's really hard. The week before Christmas is always so hard for me because my father's birthday is the 21st. And on the 19th of December, I almost lost a family member who wanted to take their life. So that week before Christmas is really hard. I remember dates. For some reason, dates get stuck in my head. And I just, I remember the days. I don't know why. It's a curse, but it's also sort of a blessing. Because while those dates can be very painful to me, they also remind me when I'm in a better place, oh my gosh, I appreciate it so much. I appreciate that things are different now. There were years where things were really bad and I hurt so deeply and I never thought I was going to feel anything other than that hurt and other than that pain. And so now I can look back at it like this year, I could look at it and I could go, oh, I know what this date represents. It represents pain, but it also represents some really amazing things that I have in my life. When you're grieving, it's hard to see that. When you're grieving, it's hard to see that things are going to get better because all you feel is that pain and you feel just this darkness around you. But what I want to share with you is whatever you feel when you're missing someone or when you're grieving, 
It's totally your feeling. Nobody can tell you. You can only grieve for a year. Nobody can tell you. You've grieved for too long or you've cried for too long or you've hurt for too long. It's not their path. It's not their journey. It's not their pain. Whatever you are feeling is okay because it's yours. You own it and you have to go through that process. It's okay to hurt. And it's really hard because I feel it so much at Christmas and I know my family walks around me, my kids, I have three kids, and I know I've had Christmases where I just sit and I cry. And they don't know what to do. But I don't want to hide that from them. I don't want to hide that from people because it's part of who I am. And I wear my emotions on my sleeve, my tears down my cheeks, because I have been blessed or cursed, depending on how you view it, with so much empathy, perhaps too much empathy, and I feel so deeply. And that is certainly a trait that I have from my father. My father was the very same way. He cried the day his hero, John Wayne, died. I remember it so vividly. That's what I loved about my father. It was that he wore his feelings and his emotions on his sleeve. He cried at my wedding day. I remember him crying. I have a photo of him hugging my husband as we're taking photographs after our wedding. And my dad's eyes are red and teary because he loved my husband so very much. Grief is really hard. But it's a season. It is a season, and we all have to go through it at some point or another. There are things that you can do to remember a loved one. Things that helped me was Pinterest. <laughs> I had all these emotions and feelings and memories and everything, and I, I just I had to express them. I had to get them out, and so I started a board on Pinterest where I had like childhood memories of times, you know, happy memories that I had when my father was still alive. I had quotes about missing my father, different things like that that I was able to express and just put out there. There's journaling. There's so many great books where you can write down things. I got one to do with my kids about your memories of a loved one who's passed. There's beautiful ornaments you can put on your tree. I know when my husband's away, he misses a lot of holidays. We'll take a picture of him in a frame, and we'll put it in his seat. And my kids are like, okay, it's a little creepy, Mom, because Dad's looking at us through a picture frame. But it's important to me because he's sitting at our table. The military, if you're a military spouse or family member, perhaps you've seen the military does a beautiful thing where they have a table, and it is set with a person who can't be there, perhaps someone who is missing in action and never found, or a POW. And they have a table set, sitting there, you know, the utensils and, and the water glass and, and the plate and the napkin, because they're still there. They're still with you. You can do that at your table. You can set a place for someone. I've seen people do that at weddings. It's so beautiful. You know, this is a seat was for my grandmother or a parent or a loved one who's not there. It is really hard 
when you're missing someone during the holidays. For some reason, the holidays is about family, right? I mean, everyone together, people go home, they travel, they call loved ones. There's the excitement from buying presents. You know, I have stockings. I'm unpacking the stockings and I'm hanging them over the chimney. And I have one that says Papa on it. And that was the last time that my father had traveled to my house when I was living in Virginia. And we had extra stockings for my mom and my sister and my dad. I can't get rid of it. It still has that name Papa on it. But every year I unpack, I unpack the stockings and there's Papa's stocking. My father is buried at a national cemetery, which is wonderful because it's upkept so so nicely and every Christmas there's this great organization called Reeds Across America and they will put wreaths at every service member's grave site and it's such a wonderful blessing to know that there are people out there that will do that for people who are buried at our national cemeteries there are things you can do to remember your loved ones there are traditions that you can create I'm trying so hard not to bury how I feel, not to bury my grief, but to express it because it helps me work through it. And if you've ever lost someone close to you, you know. You may have one year where you're fine. There's no tears. There, I didn't cry at all on my father's birthday. And here I am doing a video talking about it and I have tears coming down. But you may be fine for a year. And the next year may be really hard. It's okay because that's your process. Just because you don't cry one year doesn't mean you're never going to cry again because, you know, you may open up that box and find a stocking or an ornament or something a loved one gave you and it just brings everything back. And that's okay. It's okay to feel what you feel. Just don't get stuck. Don't get stuck. I was sort of stuck. I'm thankful for my makeup business because that helped me get unstuck. It gave me a different focus. It gave me a different direction to channel my passions. And it came when I really needed it. Every day is different, absolutely. Every single day is different. You just don't know. I am affected very much by the weather, and I live in an area that can be very dark and gloomy for many months over the winter. And so, I think it was last year, two years ago, I asked for a happy light because I felt like not having that bright sunshine was really contributing to all of my sadness and my grief. There are so many things that you can do walking you know, we, we got a treadmill. Walking has helped me a lot, too. But just know that it's okay that not every day is the same. That you may be fine, and then all of a sudden you aren't. But don't let anybody tell you that your path isn't okay. Because only you can experience how you feel in your own personal way. I had so many people tell me, it's been a year. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be sad anymore. You shouldn't be grieving anymore. You're done. You hit that one-year mark. I thought, how rude. That's not how it works at all. And nobody can tell me or tell you what your individual path is. The reason we grieve and it hurts is because we loved so deeply. And that is an amazing thing. And I will never, ever 
regret that. So, I hope that you all love yourselves. Put on your oxygen mask first. Self-care, take care of yourself if you need to take a time out. If you need to not have everything done, it's okay. I have plenty of years. My father passed in 2013, and I have plenty of years where this decoration didn't get done or that special item didn't get baked. I have none of my Christmas gifts wrapped yet, and it's Christmas Eve, and you know what? It's all okay. I am running out to finish my shopping in about 30 minutes, and it's okay. It's my process and my steps that I have to go through, and as with life, right? We're always sort of adjusting our priorities. Sometimes my ideas, my plans are so big. I want to do so many things, and my to-do list is much longer than I ever have time for. But it helps me dream big. It helps me think big. It helps me have these ideas with no limits. I love that I do that. I think sometimes it makes my husband crazy because he'll see it and he's very practical and he'll say, no, there's no way you're going to get all this stuff done. But I love that I continue to push myself, that I want more, that I dream big, that I have these expectations that I can do everything because that excites me to do that. It excites me to think about that. I have a list of things that I want to bake today and it may or may not get done and I'll shift my priorities. I can pivot. I'm very flexible. But I love that I dream big and I get that from my dad and from my grandmother and from those people who I grieve so much this time of year. I also recognize the blessings that are part of my personality that were handed down to me from them, lessons that I learned from them and then just part of who I am, my DNA. I'm so thankful I am who I am, and I'm so thankful that I had them in my life to show me great examples of how to treat other people and how to dream big and live big. Big expectations. Yeah, it's the creative spirit. My father was a writer and a dreamer, and just my grandmother had great plans. It's just, it fills my soul. So put on your oxygen mask. Do something to remember those who aren't with you this Christmas. I know everything I do, I'm thinking of my father. <laughs> my father was so traditional. We used to, you know, get up early and roast the turkey. Well, since I married my husband, we now deep fry a turkey. My father thought that was horrible. How could I change the tradition? And now... I smile about that because I know I can hear that conversation my daddy and I would have about the right way to fix a turkey or not. It's so wonderful to have those family memories, to have things, I have ornaments on my tree that remind me of the people who aren't here with me. It's okay to cry. It's okay to let your family see you cry. I hope that I've taught my kids a little bit about grief and love and family and tradition and respect 
and honor and life because I've shown them I love so deeply, I grieve so deeply, and I'm thankful from the bottom of my heart for all the people in my life who've touched me and made me who I am. And I'm so thankful for all of you. I'm thank thankful that you joined me here and allow me to share a little bit of my heart with you. And I hope and pray that if you are missing someone this Christmas, that you love yourself first. Be good to yourself. Be good to those that love you back. The people that energize you and bring you joy and love and happiness. Shower them with all that you are. And just fill that grief and that, that love inside of you and give it back to them. The people who are there and present in your lives. Merry Christmas, friends. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have a wonderful day. I am going to be crazy in the stores with everyone. And you know what? I don't know. It's sort of exciting. I don't mind it at all. I'm not a complainer. If you watch my videos, I don't complain. I think we're getting one to three inches of snow tonight. It may be a white Christmas here in Pennsylvania. And Merry Christmas to all of you. Have a lovely time with your families. Enjoy those who are with you. Remember those who aren't. And just have a fabulous holiday. Thank you so much for joining everyone. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye.